0: Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today.
1: Good morning and welcome to Next Gen Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Noor Al-Ramadan, your host of Sharing College Experiences, and this is my first radio show. And today, our show topic is Balancing Berkeley. My first guest is going to be my good friend, Bella Hamilton, who's also a first year at UC Berkeley with me. Good morning, Bella.
2: Good morning, Nora. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. It's good weather
1: today. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for coming here and um, just sharing a little bit about your college experience with the audience Um, Just to start off with, do you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from, your major, your interests?
2: Sure, yeah. So, yeah, my name's Bella. Um, I'm from Louisiana. Um, My major is molecular and cell biology. And some of my interests, um, I have a part-time job at uh, Julia's Restaurant in Berkeley, and I'm also in the sorority, and am in Chi Omega. Um so those things definitely take up the majority of my time when I'm not doing schoolwork.
1: Yeah, I bet. Um, for the audience, uh, Bella is a super hard worker. She balances school and life really well, and I really, like, aspire her work ethic. Um, I just want to share, like, a little bit, like, how I know her. So we met in, like, the summer program that we both did. We were neighbors down the hall and we actually had the same public speaking class where we like started becoming friends and we would hang out after class and I would say like that was one of my closest friends at Berkeley so far and I just really like aspire her work ethic and like how she manages everything um but yeah Mm so I wanted to start off (laughs) of course I wanted to start off with like well, you're from Louisiana, which is like a lot of students from Cal. They're from California, like North Cal, South Cal, mm-hmm. um, like Central Coast. But there's not a lot yeah. of students from out of state at Cal and like specifically Louisiana. So can you mm-hmm. just share a little bit with the audience like what made you attracted to Cal and like what was that whole process like going through college apps as an out of state student?
2: Sure, yeah. Um, Definitely applying to colleges was super intimidating for me. I'm a first-generation student, and I'm out of state, so the whole application process just seemed like a whole thing in itself that I knew nothing about. It seemed like something that I wasn't really able to do on my own. Um, But nonetheless, I got through it. A lot of long nights (laughs) or early (laughs) mornings, I guess, but it definitely – um, got through that. Um, but yeah, being from out of state, it's been a little hard. Um, sometimes I feel like it was definitely a big culture shock coming here. But Cal was so attractive to me because I feel like it, Berkeley has everything that Louisiana does not. You know, there's a lot of diversity here. There's a lot of people who are wanting to push for change and really just be on the front face of whatever's going on politically or socially. And I just love being involved in those kinds of things and feeling like I have a place in those kinds of big changes that are going on in the world.
1: Exactly. I really love that. And like, even me being from San Diego, like coming up to Cal, like it was a little bit of a culture shock just because um, the student of bodies just so active here. And so like, I mm-hmm. definitely understand how you're feeling. Um, <clears throat> so, um, Can I ask, like, what made you, like, sign up for the summer program? Because I know, like, I did it because I wanted to just, like, get that transition, like a little bit of a head start. But, like, you coming from, like, Louisiana, like, what encouraged you to, like, sign up for that program?
2: I I think I'm in the same boat as you. I really wanted to kind of ease into the giant school a little bit easier. Um, I know the summer program was known to be sort of like a smaller not tighten it, but not as crazy as I know things were going to get in the fall. So I think starting in the summer with, you know, just just two hundred students um, in our freshman class, and I was able to come and see the Bay Area. We only were taking the two courses, which were a lot. Don't get me wrong, but we also mm-hmm. had I feel a lot of time to go around and see what the campus has to offer, and then we were also able to go to the city. And then, of course, I met so many people. Even, like, down my hall, I met you in my classes. and met so many people that I still hang out with today.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, walking around campus, I see a lot of the people from the summer program. And I realize, like, a lot of my friends are from the summer program. And, like, the people I see, like, around campus, like, it's really, like, cool how we, like, still, like, communicate and we're still close with each other. And so I definitely resonate with you on that. Um, So something really exciting that I wanted to talk to you about was Greek life. Um, So as you shared that you're in the sorority, Chi Omega, um, can you just Mm -hmm. share with us like a little bit like what that rush process was like and what encouraged you in the first place to rush?
2: Yeah. um, So honestly, being from the south, Rushing and doing sorority life was not on my agenda whatsoever. I feel like the whole process sort of has this lingering stigma of just really bad things that I don't want to be associated with. Um, But whenever I came to Cal and, you know, people were throwing out the idea of rushing, going Greek, um, it kind of made me want to look into it here because I, I didn't even think it was a thing here, to be completely honest, because it's such a systematic organization that's, you know, it, it just has a lot of bad associated with it. Um, but anyway, I ended up looking into it and talking to a couple of girls on Instagram, um, you know, about what their experience has been like here. And from what I gathered, Greek life here was not as what I assumed it to be, like how it is in the South for sure. Um, it really people say for number one, um, when you live in the house, it's cheaper housing. Housing in the Bay is like astronomically crazy right now especially Um, so that enticed me first and foremost Um, but also everyone said they just met some of their closest friends they really found a smaller community within the bigger community you know and they just had sort of like a home base to go back to whenever they felt like everything was kind of going crazy and um, doing the summer program I could already tell that you know sometimes there's going to be points where you need to take a step back from everything that's going on like the school is big and it's crazy and there's a lot going on. But, you know, it's okay to know that sometimes you need to just take a step back from it all, you know, have a little sort of escape, you know, like to go to, shoulders to cry on, things like that. So yeah, I think that's what really made me want to join Greek life.
1: Yeah, I definitely like understand you on that point. Like for me, my perception of Greek life was always like in the media, like especially like legally blonde. That was like one of the core movies for me. (laughs) And just to like how was always had her community, and, like, when she was, like, working as a lawyer, she still had her, like, sisters with her, like, all throughout her life, so I'm really happy that that you got that, that you're having this experience, um, and then I wanted to ask, like, um, do you, do you feel like it was worth it to, like, rush and everything, like, how, like, what have you enjoyed from your sorority so far?
2: I definitely think it was worth it to rush. I think the process was strenuous and definitely time-consuming and also Mm -hmm. sort of bad timing. It was in the first week of classes um, and I feel like I kind of was put in a position to pick and choose things I had to do. But overall, rushing was a one-time thing. We're never going to have to do that process again. (laughs) Um, And uh, at first, I feel like I was sort of feeling uneasy about it. I wasn't really making friends right off the bat. Like I thought I would, um, you know, it was like a week or two in and I still feel like, of course I had met really nice girls and everyone was super sweet, but I just hadn't found people that I connected with. Um, but then we had our freshman retreat, which, um, it was raining. So we actually had to to stay at the house. We weren't able to go out like on the real retreat, but, um, It was so fun. I met so many girls that I totally bonded with, um, got to know better on like a more uh, less shallow level. Um, Yeah, and ever since then, every time we have an event at the house or a meeting or they have dinner five nights a week, um, we'll just call each other up and be like, hey, are you going to the house, you know, and just sort of um, bond through that. And another thing I found really great about um, Kayo is I see people from my sorority absolutely everywhere. If I need a study buddy in the library, I promise I could turn the corner and there's like five of them (laughs) there. They're always there to help. Um, And then I I always have someone in my classes too. Um, Just recently I had a midterm and one of the sophomores in Cayo asked if I wanted to study before because we're both taking the same class and you know she gave me pointers on sort of what tests are like. And Berkeley, um, I, I kind of was intimidated on that. So it's just all around. I feel like everywhere I look, there's someone there, someone to help.
1: Exactly, Mel. No, I literally love that. And, like, especially, like, Berkeley such a huge school. Like, anything to make it feel smaller and truly feel like you have your community here, like, I totally love to hear that. Um, but Definitely. we're going to take a quick moment to recognize one of our sponsors and partners, Woman Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all our sponsors and partners. And now, back to our show. So I was just talking to Bella about what Greek life was and how she's been adjusting to campus so far, but with all this, like, busyness and stuff, like, I know Berkeley can get really intense. Like, I definitely had my moments where schoolwork and, like, a lot of like outside things just kind of pile up and I wanted to ask you Bella um since we're just wrapping up midterm season here like what do you do to Mm de-stress and take a step back especially at such a like rigorous university
2: for me I say the best way for me to take a step back sort of relax de-stress is to do pretty much anything with my friends (laughs) um you know midterms just ended so um I had a couple of friends over and we were just playing games and listening to music, just laughing, hanging out. It really just reminds me that, you know, even when tests and school, it all seems like it's not going to be okay. Like things will be okay because I have my friends, you know, I know it's cheesy, but so true.
1: Exactly. No, yeah. I definitely resonate with that too. Um, midterm season was a little bit of a ride here. Like obviously we're both first generation students and it's our, like we were here for the summer, but the summer is not the same as fall. Like it was just way more intense. And so I wanted to ask, like, do you have like a piece of advice, like, or, like a study tip that you really recommend?
2: Um, study tip. I guess a good tip would be um, don't, underestimate how much time you need to go over the material. Um, I know it's hard to make time for things like school whenever there's so much going on socially and just, you know, things that may um, grab your interest, but it's really important to take so much time out to leave for studying, Um, like even take out time for procrastination, you know. You can't just uh, (laughs) give yourself the bare minimum amount of time Um, because personally, I know I procrastinate like nobody's business, (laughs) but if I would have left time to procrastinate, you know, I wouldn't have felt so stressed, maybe.
1: Yeah, exactly, and I honestly was really shocked to, like, see how, like, everyone studies, because obviously, like, we all got into Berkeley, so we all, like, definitely care about our academics, and just seeing, like, Uh the study patterns of everybody, it's, like, really interesting, and Honestly, it's really, like, cool to see, like, everyone's passionate about their subject. So, like, obviously, like, I'm media studies, so I really like my literature, my humanities courses. Um, But, like, it's just really interesting, like, when I'm in my math courses to see, like, my STEM-focused friends, like, their study techniques and how, like, excited they get in those classes. And then, like, for me, like, I get really excited in my, like, American cultures class, and, like, I really like studying for that. And so, like, just the diversity here in academics is truly, like, amazing, too.
2: That's so true. And honestly, I'll meet someone, um, you know, who's asking me how to spell, like, some word, like, Wednesday or something. But then on the whiteboard, they're, like, solving some formula. Like, they know everything about quantum physics. And I'm just like, where is the balance? Like, I, don't, I don't understand. It's, it's really crazy.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. And just speaking about, like, how we got here, like, I wanted to ask you, do you have any piece of advice for the audience? Like, right now it's the college application season for incoming, like, college students, like, writing seniors right now. Um, is there mm-hmm. anything, like, you would like to share with the audience about that? Because I know there's a lot that goes into it.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, for even juniors right now or seniors, um, get started on your application ASAP. Like, whether or not you think it's too early, it I say if you're already in high school, it is not too early to start thinking about those application essays. I had no idea what I was in for when applying um, to the UCs, to the Common App. Like, oh, it's a monster application. Uh, just give yourself the time to really research every school. I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy in depth, like what the statistics are, you know? But like, you need to know the location, the vibes of the campus, maybe get a visit. I think that's the best way really is to visit a school and sort of see what you're getting yourself into. Um, But yeah, just give yourself time and really research where you're going, what you're doing. Um, I mean, everyone knows you don't have to know what you want to do exactly going into college but just start seeing, you know, at least what you don't want to do to sort of get things going um, on that track really. The the sooner you know, the better.
1: Yeah, and especially with that, like, thing that you said about, like, knowing what you don't want to do, I feel like that can really help you narrow down your options. Like, I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to go to a school, like, with warm water, weather. So California schools were more at my, like, application style. Um, but, like, if I was, like, really into, like, the cold, I would probably apply to more, like, East Coast schools and just knowing yourself and, like, what would be the school fit for you. Yes, totally. Um, Along those lines, I wanted to ask, um, when you were choosing which colleges to go to, what made you choose Berkeley?
2: Oh, good question. (laughs) Honestly, um, I chose to go within the UC system um, for numerous reasons, um, but whenever my options came down to Berkeley, um, in one other school, there were so many factors that I was looking into, um, for if I had to make my dream school, you know, what would that entail, what would that look like, um, and whenever I was making my list, you know, like, I want active student body, you know, whatever that means, um, I want a good social life, social opportunities, um, I want the classic football games, you know, I want a great education from, like, a world-renowned university. I want I want people to hear what school I went to and then already think that's an accomplishment, you know. I think that's such a great thing to have. Um, yeah, and whenever looking at location, I really wanted to be in the city, um, and Berkeley just really hit all those marks on the head you know one thing I did want um was the beach but I had to give that one up that was pretty much the only thing
1: um yeah yeah like for the audience like me and Bella we always talk about the beach we're both we both (laughs) love the beach um but Berkeley doesn't have like the Southern California beach vibe but it's okay because we have like a lot more here which is really like enjoyable too um, yeah and, just, and now like, we get to have the beach
2: as like a vacation spot. <laughs> we can keep it special. Exactly.
1: It's like a reward when we have the beach. Definitely. It's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask, like you just like nailed a lot of things about birthday that makes it like so good and I sometimes lose myself in it like with the with the schoolwork. But what is something that you're looking forward to this school year? Like whether it's academic, social, like anything.
2: Uh, I'm looking forward to so much but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't looking forward to the big Stanford game. I feel like people rave oh. about that game all the time. Um, just about how much fun it is, the competition. Is it, it just I can just the crowd will be alive <laughs> during that game. It's just the
1: whole culture
2: <laughs> around having a rival I think is so fun.
1: I know. I'm, like, smiling, like, as you said that, because I'm honestly so excited, too. Like, the, the school pride here is so good. Like, the band gets really hyped. Like, the sports mm-hmm. get really high. It's really exciting. So just to have, like, Stanford as our rival and, like, what that's going to be like. And we're hosting it at our field. So I'm really excited. Yeah.
2: It's so fun. And, you know, not even the students, just the students, but the alumni, too. Like, people are oh. just, you know, <laughs> Berkeley alumni from, like, class of, like, 65, 70, you know, and they're still, like, you know, get the acts and everything.
1: (laughs) Exactly. We recently had parents weekend, and there was a lot of alumni in Berkeley, and it was just really, really, like, humbling to know, like, we get to go to the school, like, especially as first generation students, I feel like this sometimes doesn't feel, like, enriched with us, but, like, we have the opportunity to go to the school and, like, have this alumni network for life, like, people, like, We're here from, like, yeah, what you said, like, the 70s, the 60s as students, and now they're here visiting, and they still have that school pride, and I think that's so cool, and I really, like, I love it. It's so fun.
2: I totally agree. It's so amazing to see them all riled up, and then you look back, and you see things like the free speech movement, and you see their Mm -hmm. hat with, like, Class of 65, and you know they just had to be, like, on the front line with all those things, and (laughs) it's just so empowering.
1: It is. Kind of like thinking ahead, like, what do you want to do, like, after Berkeley? Like, I know that's a kind of a huge question because, like, every day I'm kind of <laughs> changing my mind, too. But, like, do you have, like, an idea, like, where you want to go from here? Do you want to share with the audience yeah. about that?
2: I I actually have been making hard decisions like these um, very recently. Um, yeah, I am deciding to major in molecular and cell biology. Um, I'm not too sure what my focus in that my major will be. It's a pretty broad major. I'm still looking into that, but I want to go to PA school and be a physician's assistant, preferably somewhere, um, you know, in New York or somewhere, really um, empowering just like the environment here. Um, yeah, so it's it's only, um, I, I would totally go pre-med. I feel like that's what most people do whenever they're doing something in the health field but medical school those long years long hours this doesn't sound like (laughs) what's for me so I think um going to be a physician's assistant will be a lot more tame um in terms of the schooling
1: well I'm so proud of you because I know like talking to you like it's a hard decision really to like narrow down like our passions and our interests and stuff but like I'm so proud of you and like I'm excited for you to be a woman like it's Really so cool. (laughs) Women in STEM. Literally. Um, and then I just wanted to ask you, like, is there anything else that you want to share with the audience? Like, I really enjoyed talking to you and just getting to know like your experience at Berkeley so far and like how you've managed. Is there just like one last thing that you want to share with us?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not sure um who's really listening right now, but um if it's anyone who's really trying to get into Berkeley or just trying to navigate their college experience, I think it's important for everyone to know that I and all of my friends, everyone is just as confused and, you know, frustrated and still figuring things out. Everything's new. No one has it all figured out and if anyone tells you They do, they're either lying or, you know, they put up a good front. But we're all just navigating this together. We're all in this together. Everyone's really here for you, and and everyone gets it. You know, you're not alone in this whole crazy process. (laughs) But we'll make it through together for
1: sure. I love that, yeah. Um, And then just in case our listeners want to reach out to you after our show, um, is there, like, a way, do you have, like, a LinkedIn that we can link in the show or any social media handles?
2: Yeah, my um, LinkedIn I believe is just my first and last name, um, Bella Hamilton. I'm, I'm also on Instagram, I'm also Bella Hamilton with two N's. Or you know, if you prefer to reach out to me on email, um, Bella Hamilton at berkeley.edu, <laughs> will be good.
1: Perfect. Thank you so much, Bella. It was so nice to hear about your college experience and just hearing how you're doing so far. And I really wish you the best in the next four years and whatever comes after that.
2: Thank you so much, Noor. Thanks for talking with me today.
1: Of course. And so that is our show for today. Again, I'd like to say a big thank you to Bella for being my first guest on my radio show. And a special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Next Gen Radio under the brand of Womanly Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeart Radio, daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back again for another live radio show, Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, and Saturdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. It's been my sincere pleasure to be your host today, Thank you all for listening, and have a great week, and go Bears!
0: Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where life-focused business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.